Tech billionaire Peter Thiel just made a big splash in politics. Thiel gave $10 million to a super PAC backing potential U.S. Senate candidate J.D. Vance, who you probably know is the author of the best-selling memoir, Hillbilly Elegy. The book, published in 2016, supposedly shed light on why working-class voters in Appalachia supported Donald Trump. Now, Thiel's big donation backing Vance reveals how the billionaire philanthropist is trying to reshape the Republican Party. Joining me is Rico's Teddy Schleifer with more on the story. Hey, Teddy. Hey. I think a lot of people who listen to this show know who Peter Thiel is, but remind all of us who he is and why we pay attention to him. So Peter Thiel isn't just another rich person. I mean, he's the founder of PayPal and he's on the board of Facebook. So that's the, kind of the resume explanation. But probably more than other Silicon Valley billionaires, Thiel has sort of cultivated an influence network in conservative politics and media along the margins of Silicon Valley, I think is the best way to think about it. So Thiel has money, but he also has influence in a way that a lot of people look up to him and he's sort of become a leading figure in, I guess, parts of the backlash to tech. He's unusual among Silicon Valley billionaires for two reasons, right? Both his politics and the fact that he has politics. Up until 2016, most of the billionaires in Silicon Valley sort of stayed away from politics, but Thiel has always been sort of interested in conservative philosophy and thought and theology. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, he's been a leader of sort of the backlash to the dominant strain of Silicon Valley progressivism, frankly, for decades, ever since he was a student at Stanford. So he has been sort of a leading figure in the conservative movement in tech. And I think, you know, increasingly as he's gotten wealthier and wealthier, he started converting that influence in the technology industry into political influence. And he's become a, a leading kind of figure in his own right there. Yeah, notably, we saw him speak at the 2016 Republican National Convention endorsing Donald Trump. Good evening. I'm Peter Thiel. I build companies and I support people who are building new things from social networks to rocket ships. I'm not a politician. But neither is Donald Trump. He is a builder, and it's time to rebuild America. So what is the super PAC that he's backing, and what's the connection to J.D. Vance? So this is a super PAC that is being created in anticipation of Vance running for Senate in an open race in Ohio. J.D. Vance actually used to work for Peter Thiel at a venture capital firm that I reported on called Mithril Capital. Um, so Thiel is, you know, knows Vance well, and... Vance is anticipated to run. And this $10 million is a way of, you know, encouraging him, but also sort of clearing the field a little bit. You know, it was interesting to me that, you know, the group announced this. They didn't have to. You know, they did it prematurely before in advance of any kind of campaign finance deadline. But it sends a signal to other people in Ohio that, hey, there's a rich guy here who's going to spend a lot of money in one of America's most competitive elections next year. So watch out. And I remember after Hillbilly LG came out, we started hearing that J.D. Vance might be a political candidate for something. Why are yeah. people interested in making J.D. Vance a political figure? That's a great question. I mean, you could easily see a timeline in American politics for the last five years where no one cares about J.D. Vance, right? You know, he's just another guy with a compelling personal story and a great book and okay. But the reason why J.D. Vance is seen as a possible Senate candidate is, as you pointed out at the outset, is that he has become this translator of Trumpism, maybe incorrectly, maybe correctly, but people think of him that way. You know, I think his book really took off with, um, you know, to, to stereotype people, you know, someone on the Upper East Side who voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016 and thinks to themselves, who are these Trump voters? And they see, a, you know, a well-written book by a Yale Law School grad that is, you know, obviously a very gripping personal story for sure. Um, and 
J.D. Vance sort of became this introduction or an appetizer to Trumpism for a lot of people. Um, so that's why he's here in Ohio. I mean, I don't think it's uh, it's mean to say that J.D. Vance is most prominent for the book. He's an author. And, and frankly, to be sure, I mean, there are tons of politicians who have never run for anything before. But I think one of the questions he's going to encounter in a Senate race, and I'm not an expert in Ohio politics, is there are going to be regular politicians, right, who run for this race. And what is J.D. Vance's qualifications beyond that he's a celebrated author with a rich guy backing him? That's, I'm sure, what someone's going to say. Yeah, I mean, I, it seems like the the hope, right, is this is someone who can speak to Trump voters right. and the base that Trump energized without Trump excess, without some of the noxiousness. I think that's the, the, the sort of thought. By the way, we should note that Hillbilly Elegy is now a movie. Yeah. Uh, it is now an Oscar-nominated movie. Yeah, I wonder— I wonder to what extent the it's going to be the Netflix movie that introduces him to a lot of Americans, you know, who are not reading his book. But um, right, certainly fortuitous timing that this movie is coming out right before he's about to make his big political play. So let's talk briefly about uh, Peter Thiel's other sort of uh, network uh, that sure. he's building out. Where where else is he spending his money? He gave he gave money to Trump famously in, in 2016. He did not give any, as far as we know, in 2020. Correct. Where is he spending his money now? Yeah, I mean, Thiel gave a million dollars or just about to support Trump in 2016, which, uh, you know, this is 10 times that amount. So uh, Thiel has certainly become uh, very prominent for his backing of Trump. Obviously, the RNC speech was was a big deal, and it was so rare in Silicon Valley to support Trump publicly that it became a big deal. But it was only a million dollars, and obviously this is a guy with many million dollars behind him. Um, But Thiel has sort of over the last five years – cultivated this network of politicians. And there's some commonalities among the people he tends to find himself drawn to. Lots of them are populist, hardliners, outsiders. But there's always sort of the patina of sort of an inside insider to some extent, right? I mean, lots of these people went to Yale Law School, <laughs> just, just, to, just to give it, sum it up very, very succinctly. This is the Josh Hawley mold. Of- yeah, the Josh Hawley mold. Josh Hawley, uh, obviously, is one of the people that, that Teal has backed. Last year, uh, Peter Thiel spent $2 million to back Chris Kobach, who was an immigration hardliner running for the Senate in Kansas. Kobach lost. And now there's J.D. Vance and there are a host of other politicians that Thiel is, is finding himself drawn to. And, you know, he, like lots of successful people in Silicon Valley, sort of collects other successful people. Um, and I've heard people describe what Thiel is doing in politics with with sort of that terms. Is there a Peter Thiel school of thought regarding technology and how he views Silicon Valley these days? And do the people that he's supporting share that? Uh, the Josh Hollies of the world are, are have been spending a lot of time bashing Google and Facebook and Twitter, really for lots of reasons at this point. Is Peter Thiel someone who's out there bashing? He's clearly not bashing Facebook since he's on the board. Is he bashing other big tech companies? Yes. Probably no company that Peter Thiel uh, wants to uh regulate or break up more than Google. Um, Teal has, you know, kind of cast Google as a monopoly over the years, especially over the last two or three years. And you see that, you do see that reflected in kind of the political candidates he's backed. I mean, Josh Hawley is the most prominent among them. I mean, before he became uh, infamous for his role in the January 6th uh, events, I mean, Hawley was seen as sort of the 
you know, intellectual heft of the conservative antitrust movement, right? Holly's been going after Google for a while. But he was also going after Facebook, so it's not it's not necessarily consistent. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, you know, Thiel uh, sort of leaves his critique at the doorstep of Facebook, um, which I guess makes sense, but also should make you question the overall arching ideology. I think that's why we use the phrase strange bedfellows sometimes. For sure, for sure. Teddy, this is great stuff. Uh, Teddy's doing a great job covering Silicon Valley giving and politics. You can follow all of his stuff at recode.net. Thanks, Teddy. Sure thing. <laughs> 